0: We joined this evening um, by Richard uh, Nzukula, who is one of the co-founders of Itemba Lesizwe, uh, to speak to him. Richard, amazing work you guys do, and Thank you so much for the answering the call, taking your time to come and tell us about this initiative. Really do appreciate you having you, this year, having you here this evening.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity and greet uh, all the listeners. <clears throat> I would also like to Thank you uh, for the opportunity and also uh, to thank SAFM uh, uh, for the opportunity that you guys uh, gave us.
0: It's an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you. It's it's Really, the pleasure is ours here. Um, Let's start here, man. Where did it all begin for you? I mean, every community in South Africa has exorbitant drug abuse cultures. I come from one such community. And concomitant to that, uh, we have serious crime and teenage pregnancy and other uh, secondary social ills that emanate from that because of drug abuse. Oftentimes, this is due to a lack of hope that a lot of young people have, joblessness, um, you know, and all of those things that really put the push factors towards drugs in this country are never ending you know and most south africans look past these problems and live past these problems and don't for a moment stop to think and ask what is it that i can do to solve these problems and to make my community a better place with regards to drug abuse and substance abuse in particular but you did that you stopped you thought let me do something about it where did it begin for you how did how did you reach that moment
1: Yes, uh, thank you for the question. Yeah, yes, yeah. When we started e Chamber, this is actually, we were a a group of three uh, friends, actually, myself and my other two friends, of which uh, two of us are also former uh, drug users or drug addicts, if I may put it in that way. And then uh, the other friend was also affected, but not direct, indirect, because in in his family there were... uh, youth that uh, is using uh, drugs and then so we're all like concerned uh, more especially when we look uh, at the way in which Mm. uh, the community is uh, responding to to, 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 to these kids because uh, you find that most of them are starting to steal things and then because of that uh, they will have to deal with the mob justice the the brutality of the mob justice and all those things
2: yeah and then uh,
1: yes so From uh, our uh, experiences, we thought, no, man, we can be able to try to intervene and then try to assist these uh, children because as much as they are doing uh, these crimes uh, activities, but they are also uh, crying out for for, for help, actually, to say uh, we are stuck here, yes, we made a mistake. Uh, we, we, we tried something that we were not supposed to, and then now we are stuck. But we are crying out for 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 for, for help. Of which yeah, yeah. is something, yes. Of which is something that, uh, as the community, we interpret it uh, in different ways. So, yeah, that's where we we, we then decided to say no, man. You know, with uh, our individual experiences, we think that we can be able to make a difference. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so when you when you thought about making a difference, uh, you know, a lot of people say, I want to help. I just don't know where to start. But you clearly knew where to start. How did you know starting an NPO was where you needed to start, that having these weekly dialogues was where you needed to start? How did you know what it was that you needed to do?
1: Yeah, what happened, uh, actually, uh, in 2016, before we, we registered a chamberlain seizure, there was uh, this boy, uh, actually, his dead, is uh, my younger brother, and then he passed away in uh, mm. 2010. Mm. Yes, so, so I, I'm taking uh, uh, care of him. And then that that boy was deeply in drugs, and then there was a point where by the community him And then <clears throat> I tried to do everything to help him, take him to the doctors and all those things. Uh, but uh, at that time I couldn't help him because uh, as much as I wanted to help him but uh, I I, I didn't give myself time to understand as to what is it that he was going through up until uh, I reached a point where I told myself no man you know what, let me stop being a parent now and then try to reach out to this boy and understand uh, exactly what is the problem and then from there on I managed to sit down with him and then yeah, he shared a lot of, of of pain with me, including the passing of his death and all those things. So that's why I started to understand to say, Norman, at times you are misunderstanding these people. Yeah, and then, absolutely. Uh, yes. And then after that, uh, we managed to, to help him. Even today, he's no longer smoking. And then it was now uh, without the medication. You see, the first time we were giving him medication and then we were forcing him actually uh, to quit without understanding him. But now, when we took time, what I do want
0: to ask though is—is—is is, is when you guys knew that you needed to get him to rehab, what was it that you did? And I want to ask you that. But let's take a quick break. On the other side of this, we continue the conversation. The viewpoint on SAFM. It is 22 minutes after 9 p.m. You are listening to the viewpoint. My name is Oliver Dixon. I'm in conversation with one of the co-founders of an organization, a community builder organization called Itemba Lesizwe out in Mpumalanga. His name is Richard Unzukula. Richard, th- that conversation you had with your friend was incredibly important as a catalyst towards getting him to taking action, mm-hmm. right, and helping him. That means getting into rehab. But were there any facilities available? And, and Because oftentimes the problem in townships in particular, and I speak for the township I come from, is that you can convince somebody to go to rehab, but there aren't many facilities available for people who can't afford, um, you, know, you know, fancy rehabs where um, it's sort of like a hospital and your family checks in and they pay exorbitant exorbitant amount of money. What facilities were available for you for, for your friend in that in that
1: moment? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for the question. <clears throat> uh, I, I'm glad that you've touched that, that uh, in the township we are letting when it comes to that, uh, most all the facilities that are there needs to be paid for, and then of course they don't come cheap. But then, uh, fortunately uh, for, for us, okay, by that time, uh, there the, the was this daughter, uh, he's a well-known daughter, uh, but is late now. Uh, that daughter was assisting these boys because you can... Uh, take any patient to, to, we refer to them as patients, the you can take any patient to him, and then <clears throat> we will ask them on the patient and then give them the medication, put them in the program. But now we, the, the doctor is late. So unfortunately for, uh, for from our side, because uh, we met up with Sasol, and then uh, we we really appreciate what Sasol did because we, we sat down with Sasol and then we presented our program and then we told them what is it actually that we are trying to achieve but we couldn't achieve it uh, without their help of which they came to the party yeah. and then yes they 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 they, they gave us a uh, funding and then we, we we were able now to establish because back then, then we would not have any office we were using our homes as uh open national places where we were meeting these patients But because of that, we managed to establish uh, the the office. The office that we are currently uh, operating at, we managed to uh, also have a facility whereby we can be able to hold classes as the support Mm -hmm. group with the patient. So I can say that uh, currently at the moment, we are the only uh, structure uh, around our area that can be able to help uh, these patients for free. But other facilities, even though they are there, but they are very expensive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How yeah. big is Ambulance? Uh, big, and 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 I'm asking that because the follow-up question is going to be: How many young people have you managed to help in the last six years?
1: Yeah, uh, to be honest, uh, I I I think uh, in the last six years, the big number that we managed to assist it was from last year, after Sassol uh, assisted us with family. That's where we managed to reach a, a higher number. In the past, uh, I think we reach uh, it's less than 10. I think for all those years because we didn't we didn't have resources and all those things. Because some of the things uh, with this program, we need to to visit the families because uh, it, it, with some patients, you find that the relationship uh, between the patient and the parents is no longer there. The parents maybe kicked him out, and then they, or maybe yeah. they kicked him out, yeah, because of uh, their stealing. And then they said, No, uh, you, you must leave home and then see where you're where going to stay. So that is another part, which is a very difficult part because we need to travel a lot to meet with the parents, to try and talk sense to them, convince them, show them uh, how much the patient needs them before we can even start the program. They need their parents because what we are. Uh, actually doing i don't know if maybe i'll be answering something that you're going to ask me (laughs) (laughs) yeah go ahead yes but 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 what we are doing actually is that we're putting uh these patients in a program it's a 30-day program right and then in that program it's like we're putting them in a rehab but not uh we're taking them to their to their parents and then we ask the parents to say you know what here's the medication we want you to 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 become a nurse or a doctor to this child of yours. Make mm-hmm. sure that you keep the medication, and then you help uh, that, that this patient to take the medication accordingly for thirty days. And then mm-hmm. after days, after thirty days, you bring them back to us, mm-hmm. and then that's where we go to phase two. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and I, I'm I'm really curious about what phase two looks like. But let me start here. H- yeah. How old are Typically, the young people you work with because you speak about children, it, it gives the impression that they might still be in high school living with their parents, uh, type of situation. Uh, can you talk to me about the demographic there?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, uh, maybe to put it uh, in, in a proper manner. When I'm saying children, it's because uh, maybe I'm older than them, but they are <laughs> not like children, yes, yeah. they are not like children in that way. It's youth, actually, it's youth working with children. Uh, that i have already uh, completed their matric ah, okay. yes after school uh, uh, actually We're not working with children uh, at the age of less than maybe 18 years now mm-hmm.
0: and and yes. and typically what are the substance abuse that are most prevalent that that you've come to realize is there a pattern that you can say yeah this drug or that substance or whatever the case may be is what is most prevalent in your area
1: yeah, what is dominating here at Emberland? uh At first, it was Nyawube. Even now, it is still dominating. But now there is this other drug that is uh, coming with a very high speed. It is called crystal. M- most of the youth now uh, they, 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 they are deeply involved in crystal, and yeah, that one is even worse than uh, Nyawube.
0: Crystal, is it like crystal
1: meth? Yes, yes, crystal meth.
0: Jeez, my goodness. Hyo. Look, um, we've got a voice note um, that, that wants to reflect on some of the work you've done over here, and I, and I do want us to have a listen to that before we wrap up the conversation. Okay.
3: Good evening, my brother. Our biggest problem as a country is issues of broken families. You see, mm. we can have experts in all the social ills You can change government, you can remove Ramaphosa tomorrow and place this one and do everything. The fundamental institution of every society is family. There are no families. The people who are corrupt in government, the people who are corrupt in SAPS, ministers, child abuse, domestic violence, uh, substance abuse, you you name them. All these people, they are coming from our families. They are my brothers or your brother. They are not coming from anywhere. So as long as we cannot fix that, as a country, we are doomed. Yeah. We are doomed.
0: Yeah. Richard, do you agree with that? Or do you have a different experience of what the push factors are for young people towards drug and substance abuse?
1: Yeah, no, I I think I agree with it uh, when referring to families. Hence, uh, earlier on, I've said that uh, uh, another thing that we are doing are also trying to fix the relationship between a patient and, the, and their family. Mm, because mm. I think that plays a, a, a huge role as well.
0: What are the other push factors? Come again? What are the other push factors that push young people towards drug and substance abuse?
1: Uh, unemployment, I think unemployment is the main cause because uh, we have the youth that just maybe completed uh, their matric and then some of them, okay, they, they they will go to college and then qualify. But now when it is time for them to get the job, that's where the, the, the main problem starts because uh, they are qualified with the certificates and all those things, but they can't find a job, you see. And mm-hmm. then uh, it is dangerous, yes, for, 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 for a young person. Uh, to roam around the streets with nothing to do. You see, and uh, we're also touching on the issue of teenage pregnancy because that's where all these things come from. Exactly, because you you, you find a a group of young people, uh, very energetic people with nothing to do. And then the next thing that they are going to do, it's either they are going to go for drugs or maybe they are going to fall for other wrong things, ended up uh, robbing people and all those things. And then they end up uh, sleeping uh, as well and then uh, falling pregnant and all those things, you see, because they have a lot of time in their hands with nothing to do. So that's where there's a real problem. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh,
0: we're going to wrap it up here. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but I do want to ask Richard, I mean, you guys have gotten amazing support from Sasol. Uh, You're now able to expand some of the work you're doing. You're now able to reach more people. But firstly... What can we do to replicate what you are doing and how can we help you to do what you are doing more?
1: Yeah, we would like to see actually uh, many communities uh, adopting uh, our strategy of doing things. We think that 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 can uh, help a lot of of young people. And then another thing, I think we also need to go back to sports because if you can look in our country, there's no more sports. Most of the... uh, Playing fields where maybe uh, we used to play soccer when we were growing up. These days, you you find chefs there. They are <laughs> coming with these things, uh, marijuana and all those things. I'm I'm not saying uh, it is wrong whatsoever. Okay, we understand our people are struggling and all that. But uh, those spaces are spaces where uh, young people need to use because young people are very energetic and with a lot of energy, and then you have nothing to do. Uh, they end up falling for those things uh what we think uh, maybe we need as uh, the chamber decision as much as I'm mentioning that uh, uh Sasol assisted us, we still need more role players on this thing because this uh, objective is very big uh Sasol alone uh cannot be able to uh, actually help us uh deal with it uh fully you see, so we need uh, more assistance uh, financially because even uh, the 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 facility that we are using. We still need to extend it, yeah. actually. We have a very big vision uh, with Itemba Le uh, At some point, uh, when I'm looking maybe in 10 years to come from now on, I want to see Itemba Le uh actually helping uh, these youth, uh, giving them skills and all those things. Mm. Just uh, exactly, just to make sure that they are prepared now to go back to the community, the very same community uh, who, who are hating them for stealing for them and all those yeah. things. M- m- must see them uh, 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 as children now who have been given a second chance. They must accept them back to the community. So there's still a, a long road uh, to to go. And then we need yeah. more room players. We also need assistance. Yeah. What what what's yeah.
0: that assistance that you need?
1: Uh, financial assistance, of course. I, I I think that that is the main one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. do wanna I do wanna get back to this a little bit because I I, I honestly I. I mean, all of what you do. I Honestly, as a country, not just the community of Mbalentle, as a country, we're indebted to the work you're doing. How, how, If I wanted to do what you do in my community, what advice would you give me right now?
1: Yeah, I can say, uh, if you want to do what you are doing, first of all, you need to be passionate about it. Don't just uh, do it for the sake of doing it. You need to be passionate about it because dealing with... Uh, Drug patients are the same thing as dealing with uh, patients, real patients at the hospital. It, it, it is the same as dealing with disabled people because they are unpredictable. You see, yeah. so you must you must have a heart for, uh, for for you to be able to do that, and then you must also be registered. We are registered with the, the, the Department of Social Development. You must also be registered so that you can be able to get uh, funders. Because w- without you being registered, you won't be able to get funders. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. In that way, you can be able then to start identifying where you want to help and then how are you going to do it. But most of all, you must have a heart of doing it. Don't just go there to say no. I want to try it. It is not an easy job to do actually.
0: Mm, mm, absolutely. Yes. Have you have you helped other people in other communities who want to start similar initiatives?
1: Yeah, we are doing that with our uh, neighboring township. Uh, there is another one near Kindos, and then there are guys that we are currently helping, of which they also want to do the very same thing that we are doing. Mm. And
0: and yeah. do, do, is... is, is Will it work if I if I do exactly what you're doing in my neighborhood? Do you think it will work, or do you think we need to be very specific to the different conditions of the specific neighborhoods we find ourselves in? Because. You know, although we speak about townships in South Africa, those things are not monolithic places. They differ yeah. from from place to place. They have some townships are more resourced than others. Some are worse off than others. Some are closer to city centres than others. Some have more in industrial action towards building an economy of sorts than others. You know, it, it, townships are different. Aesthetically, may yeah. look the same, but really um, have, have 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 nuances uh, that that make them different places. Um, and so what what would you say, because you've helped other people in other communities, what would yeah. you say have been the key differences to take note of as you look at your own community that may be different from Embalente, uh, for instance?
1: Yeah. No, uh, to, to, to to begin with your first question, I, I think it can work. Uh, I, I won't say it will work if maybe here at Embalente. Uh, we can maybe assist someone to open the very same structure but is doing the very same thing. No, in, in in that way, I don't think it can work because it will be more like a competition we will end up approaching the same funders, of which at the end of the day, they might now start to misunderstand what we're trying yeah. to achieve. Yes. So w- 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 what I can uh, actually advise is that like m- myself uh, with Itembales we are in Pumananga, but for someone who is in Josie, I think that person is in the right place to, to, to start doing that. because the problem of drugs is not only here in Pumalanga. Mm. You see, like mm. another problem that we're having here. Yeah. There is a rehab in Pumalanga, but we're still complaining because the rehabs are not enough. Mm. You see, at some point, we're even uh, asking us all to say, can you please build a rehab for us here? Yeah. Uh, at m or at government baby municipality, you mm. see. Because we have uh, many uh, drug users and then we have a few uh, rehabs. And then now when it is time, because uh, their stages are not the same, uh, we have other patients, uh, those that you can see, these ones, we, we, we can't even uh, manage to assist. They need rehab, you see. Mm. And then now when we try to register them uh, into a rehab, we find that maybe... Uh, they, 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 they will be maybe accepted somewhere next year. And when you're dealing with someone who's a drug user on an edit, you, you, you don't have to postpone. Once that person says, I, I, I want to quit now, you need to assist that person now. Yeah. Because, yes, when you come next week and say, no, I'm here now, then I'm here to assist you. That person has already changed his mind. He no longer want to go there anymore.
0: Okay. Do you, How many young people approach you or do you approach most of them?
1: No, we don't approach them uh, like I, I highlighted earlier on that we have our, our facility. Uh, they they come to us. Really? What we, normally do, what we normally do with other townships, we 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 we, we put things like flyers, uh, pamphlets, and all those things just to to spread the message. Mm. You see, with other townships here, yeah, but uh, in our township, uh, they know us. Uh, we, we we manage to help a few, and the, uh, they are talking. They are talking. Even if I I, I can come to Joburg right now and then establish an office there, once I assist one or two, they they, they are talking because most of the times they they are always together at the same place where they are buying the stuff.
2: Ah, so when they are there,
1: yes, yeah. they are discussing that to say, yeah, you see, so and so is no longer here. He was, was helped by those people there. So that's how uh, they they actually come into yeah. us. You don't go yeah. to the you know. How often?
0: How often the young people that you've worked with? How often do they relapse?
1: Yeah, uh, those who are relapsing are there. But uh, I can say out of 10, uh, I can say three are relapsing. The majority, our oh, program wow. is working, yeah. to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, our program is working.
0: Yeah. 011-714-2006, give us a call. What's on your mind? What reflections or questions do you have that you want to share with Richard uh, as we're having this conversation? O 714 2006 WhatsApp voice. notes on 614 one zero four one zero seven richard i just want to circle back slightly back to an earlier thing you mentioned around the competition for funding that may exist if there is an oversaturation of organizations trying to help and starting up and that sort of stuff what do you say to a funder when you speak to a potential funder what do you say to them what's the selling point for them to put their money into this
1: yeah uh What we usually do, actually, uh, we are always transparent with them. Uh, We're keeping uh, the records of everything we do from the patients that we are working with and also uh, the parents, actually the beneficiaries. We have records of all those things and then uh, we we usually arrange meetings with them and then we sit with them and then we do a proper presentation. We also open up with other sponsors that we are having. just to show that uh, we're we, we just, we just not there to milk them. You see, there mm. are other people, yes, because uh, we have uh, many programs. We don't have uh, only this program of uh, drug uh, uh, awareness and all the, We have other programs as well. So w- w- when we're approaching them, we go there and then be as transparent as we can be to say we have these programs, and then for this program, the uh, company so-and-so is taking care of it. And then for yeah. this one, company so-and-so, yes. Just to show them that uh, we're we coming to them because we're looking, we want them to assist here. You see. Uh,
0: what 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 would you say is the most prevalent reason for why potential funders say no at the end of the day when they do say no, which I'm assuming happens a lot in this
1: space? Yeah, can you please rephrase again?
0: What, what would you say are some of the main reasons some potential sponsors may say no?
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, you know, to be honest, <laughs> I, I think there is a, 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 a trust uh, issue when you talk about
2: NPOs,
1: uh, right. NGOs. Yeah, yes, and the companies. And then their experiences as well from the NPOs that they worked uh, with before. And then, uh, so whenever maybe you approach them, uh, that will come up because if you can check uh, on the steps. Uh, we have uh, many registered uh, NPO's, but the the NPO's that are still standing and running are very few. The yes. majority of them, they, they, they've they collapsed, you see. So 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 it is because of, of such things that uh, companies end up uh, losing trust to NPO's to say no, man. This person, hence I, I said earlier on, if you want to start an NPO, you must have a heart of, of doing it. Don't just uh, do, do it for man to say, no, I want to mm. do it so that I can do it. Yes, mm. you must have the heart of doing it, which is why you, 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 you must choose the right objective, the the the, the problem that you know that this one I can handle, I'm passionate about it. You you cannot just choose uh, any objective uh, uh, of which you don't have the heart to handle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a call. Andile out in Graaf Renet. Good evening.
1: Good evening, Butuma.
2: Uh I just wanted to comment on this cat tracking here. you see in Half Net we have the same problem. It's a big, big problem. And people' nuts is one of the worst problems we could have as a society. You understand? What mm. happens here is we have a lot of friends that we grew up with that are now friends that we see on the streets that look like hobos. Mm. So, Crystal meth, if they could fight Crystal meth on a larger scale, I mean, uh, the police every day are here around these corners. They see the drug dealers dealing, and they tell the drug dealer for today, tomorrow is out. Do you understand? But if they get fight, could fight the drug thinking and the, and the drug houses and these, these throttles, maybe there'd be a better solution to mm. what we're facing now. Because yeah. It's not a fact that people don't want to you walk away from the drugs it's the thing that if you if you want to quit it's harder to quit than to Then yes
0: yes absolutely
2: because, yeah the, the drug itself gives you massive cramps you know in your, in your abdomen when you don't yeah. smoke for a certain period of time you understand yeah now when you come back to that person and say oh but you know you don't want to to, to, to stop this does of yours. But you know at the end of the day this this person is aggressive because this person doesn't think about anything at that time. That person wants to smoke because he wants to get rid of the pain.
0: Mm. Yeah, the
2: energy
0: absolutely then you
2: come you come back to the same friends you were with when you come back from the rehab and then you read at again.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for your call, Andile. Really do appreciate it, man. That's a very honest and important and sincere reflection on on, on some of the difficulties that drug users and abusers may uh, be facing. This conversation is deeply personal to me. Many of my friends back home that I grew up with have fallen uh, victim to drugs. Many of them are what we call uh, nyope boys, for instance. Um, and I've always had a deep sense of survivor's remorse, not having been able to help them. Um, and Richard, the work you do is incredible, and I, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you in particular, um, as 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 well as your co-founder, uh, Itemba Ndlovu. It, it really is incredible work that you guys are doing. Thank you so much thank for coming onto the show. Really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: That is Richard Nzugula, who is the founder, one of the co-founders of uh, Itemba Lesizwe out in Mbalentle in Mpumalanga. Incredible work they do.